Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. Hey, Dave, so we have been talking at Christian Endeavor a lot about uh, hippos and honeybees. It's kind of this metaphor that we use as we think through intentional discipleship in, in a way that lasts. Uh, maybe some people aren't familiar with this metaphor. So what, what's this metaphor in hippos and honeybees all about? Sure. Well, hippos eat 110 pounds of vegetation every day. They consume. And unfortunately today, 90% of our discipleship efforts are just consumption oriented. They invite people to sit and take in. And taking in a certain amount of excellent content is critical and important. Right. A- yeah. If 90% of it is just taking it in, then, then you're just going to get big like a hippo. And so we're trying to steer churches towards something different, right? Exactly. Exactly. Let's have them be more like honeybees, interconnected, going out and doing the work together constantly on the go. This isn't a really revolutionary concept. I mean, it's pretty simple, but as simple as the idea is, it really fights against the mainstream way to view discipleship. And so to develop honeybees rather than hippos, when it comes to youth ministry and next-gen ministry, it takes some intentionality, right? And thinking differently. Dave, you've put together a list of some simple questions that churches and youth workers and next-gen leaders can ask to, to kind of identify whether they're developing hippos or honeybees in their ministry. Yeah. And the first question that I came up with is, are young people walking away from either the church or the youth ministry, or are they getting involved? We hear so many youth workers talking about, well, they're sitting there and they're just just rubbing their hands together and going, ah, the, the, the young people, they're walking away. And yet they continue to do the same methods of youth ministry that have been used for decades. And so this is one of the challenges. And, and along with that, we have some people saying, oh, we can't. We can't get the young people involved. All they do is, is, is sit there. And again, I challenge, what is their method that they've been using? What's their process? Second one is, who does most of the work? Oh, this one's so good. <laughs> you know, if, if you're looking around and, and you see adults burning out mm. because they're trying to do all of the tasks, and, and they're sitting there going, ah, oh, and you can see the stress all over their face. Well, guess what? You are developing hippos. Right. The third question is, does your church have calls to service or does it have a system? What I mean by that is if you're in one of those churches where you quite frequently have people get up in front and you have the begging that begins to happen for all the different jobs there are that need to be done. Well, the challenge is we have, we have these young people, they come up through the ranks and everything is done for them. And then all of a sudden they're of young adult age 
And we expect them to just magically have this attitude toward running the church. Poof, you are now, you are now 25 years old. You magically need to be able to serve on committees or, or to be able to carry out all kinds of tasks. But we haven't trained them to do that. Exactly. Now, some would say, oh, but that's, that's not that hard a thing, thing to do. They should be able to do that. But it's called learned helplessness. So we, we are used to a certain way of things happening. And even though we're smart enough to think it differently, because we've been in that helpless state, we, we just don't do anything different. And that's what happens in our churches. But that leads us to the fourth question. Do youth own the ministry? Is the ministry theirs? We need to be able to turn over not just some responsibility, but the actual ownership of this ministry by getting them involved, letting their decisions matter. Mm. And they will recognize when they start making decisions, and those are the actual decisions of what happens. Question number five, do you have meaningful service opportunities where young people can be coached by adults. I remember seeing this commercial on television where there's this little kid in diapers goes running through the house, grabs the keys, and then runs out and jumps in a car and drives away. And then we're all laughing at that, right? Because of course there's no way that a little little, you know, less than two-year-old is going to be able to drive a car. Sometimes people think when they think about what we're talking about here, they think that they're just throwing the keys to a right. bunch of little kids that are going to drive away right. and wreck the car. And that's not the case. We're talking about adults walking alongside and coaching young people in meaningful service. But if that's not happening, yeah, probably developing hippos and not honeybees. So Dave, these five questions kind of are a litmus test that churches can use to see how they're developing the next generation. Um, and I think all of these questions kind of bring up a host of, of even deeper questions that youth workers and leaders are going to want to wrestle through. So this is really just the beginning of this conversation of how we can develop honeybees rather than hippos. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory. Music